0: Hey guys! Before we start, I just want to thank you for your support by listening. It would really help us if you subscribe, share, and leave us a rating and review. We would really appreciate it. And let's get started,
1: folks. I just watch a movie now. I've I did no, not watch it. no, <laughs> and no. <laughs> okay,
0: okay. So this is this, a- this movie came out in listen, 2012. Listen. I did not see it by myself. Marcel was right there next to me. Listen.
1: hi onyx fam welcome to the onyx life where change comes with challenge every episode we take you on a journey moving you from the struggle life to the onyx life creating happy homes financial empires and exploring the lighter side of life my name is murthel
0: and i'm rita today we're going to be talking about breaking news breaking hearts and really the story of the vow
1: wow so i don't know how many of you are familiar with the vow it was a book that was um, published sometime in the '90s, I believe, and um,
0: was it the '90s?
1: I I believe it was the '90s, and then the movie was released in the 2000s. Right. So, um, but this particular book, um, it I don't I'm not an avid reader. Like Rita is the reader.
0: Oh no! It was published June 15, 2000.
1: Oh, 2000. And okay. that was the
0: same year I actually read it
1: okay so you read it right when it came out because like like i said rita is a very avid reader Mm -hmm. um so when did the movie come out
0: 2012
1: 2012 okay so 12 years later the movie came out now i am not a big reader uh there are very few books that i have you know that i will read right through but if it grabs my attention especially if it deals with relationships i'm all in it and this is just one of those books it grabbed me from the beginning right down to the end and um i don't even know if the book was well written i'm not even sure if that's what grabbed me what grabbed me is, is that the topic was so interesting so the whole premise of this book is um how you keep the vow that you make before god in that's marriage right.
0: right so it's Starring. Well, I'm saying starring because there was a movie, but what it really is about is a couple named Kim and Cricket Carpenter They were in a car accident two months after they got married the bride or the wife Mm -hmm. Cricket she actually um, sustained very traumatic head injuries and She was in a coma for weeks when she actually did wake up she had no idea who her husband was she didn't know who kim was
1: so everybody in the room um her parents are in the room and uh of course her husband is also in the room she remembers everybody from her past life because her long-term memory was still intact but she could not remember anyone from her recent history
0: right right so
1: which was which the recent history expanded a a few years
0: right and she also experienced personality changes and so basically
1: and those personality changes were not necessarily positive it's not like she became a nicer person she actually became a little bit more abrasive a little bit more you know angry less patient
0: and that's very common after a head injury you got to think about that's tissue that's inflamed and it doesn't necessarily make you a nicer person think about it when your joints are inflamed when you're um when you have a wound whatever it is when the tissue is inflamed it's red it's hot well the brain is not necessarily red and hot but it is still healing and that does cause an irritation with the personality right it, it's it's see, but here's it's the very, thing it's very very common but the
1: way that you exp- the, it's common definitely but the way that you explain it is almost like she was in discomfort, so she became a uh, what's called no, person. No, no, but just, I'm.
0: It's not. That's not true. But right. I'm saying it that,
1: automatically happens. It's
0: almost. But I'll like tell you this. You she did have your- headaches. She does have, right. you know, of course. she does have lingering um, residual headaches, and there was dizziness, and all those things. Like when you're not feeling well, you are going to have that.
1: Right, you're going to be irritated. But it wasn't just that. Right, it, did it literally impact, impact her personality. Right, it,
0: the part of her brain that had, her, you know, that was, control over exactly. being patient, control
1: over right. being kind, that was impaired, and so it was not. Yeah, but not what I'm saying easy. is, it's very mm-hmm.
0: common for head injury patients mm-hmm. to have their personality. Um, change correct Correct. and 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 what I've seen is I've seen it happen both ways where a person um, just in my experience as I was working as a nurse and then a nurse practitioner I have seen people become very abrasive or rude or um, short tempered and then on the flip side I've seen people become very giggly Right. Very. Um, and
1: that's kind of the point I wanted to make yeah. that it could go another way where right. it makes you giggly or when you never used to laugh, it could change your personality right. in the positive way. In her case, it just happened to change her from being a very patient, kind, loving person right. to being a very abrasive, but very impatient type even, of personality. Even type. when
0: you have like someone who is giggly, or even when they're rude, it's not they don't necessarily have the control. What they lose is the control of that area of their brain to actually for the brain to choose the right response to certain um, situations. Right. Like I know somebody who had a stroke and they would instead of an appropriate response to situations, they would first laugh or giggle and they didn't want to do it. But it was always like they, they, they did that and they would be frustrated but it would come out as a giggle right? versus right. them probably and wanting to get really mad. And sometimes even in the most inappropriate times, right. that
1: giggle could come out. And it doesn't necessarily match the time that you're in. Like somebody could be at a funeral. They see the body of someone and they start laughing. And while the brain would have told them in their natural sense to cry or to show grief, right? It, they don't have control over that. And so it causes them to giggle. And it's just um, it really is a brain injury in, in every sense of the word. And uh, that's what happened to this to, to the bride. Um, this wonderful, loving, patient, kind woman that he once knew was no longer the same. But that might not have been the worst part. The worst part was that she did not remember him at all. She did right. not remember any memories of them falling in love. Right. Did not remember any memories of their friendship. Did not remember any words, any messages. Didn't remember her wedding day. Didn't remember, you know, that... I mean, literally, he was complete a complete stranger in the room, mm-hmm. and um, and that was the most traumatic thing uh, to him.
0: Right, he had to make a decision because the woman he married basically had died in that accident,
1: Correct. and
0: he had to make the decision on what he was going to do. You know, in the book, he talks about the fact that uh, the even though you know she did come around and you know start to remember you know after a while she was never the same right never
1: the same so i i never got that part of the book that she actually started to remember anything i thought that she just never the memories never came back and in interviews um it's just she's never said that i remember so i
0: thought in the book she had like started to come like not necessarily like her whole i thought like pieces came back
1: no what i heard was that she what she did was she went from being in a state of not believing to being in a state where she wanted to be able to just go forward. So, so, so here she was after the trauma, she did not believe that she was married and her family had to tell her that she was married. They had to prove to her that she was married. They had, she had to see the wedding photos and the wedding videos and, and, and try to recreate, um, and see if they could stimulate her brain to remember, but she she could not remember. And um, and just imagine that, like literally, you can't remember your spouse and you can't remember the words that you said and the vow that you made. So the question that I want to just hang out there is what would you do? Would you honor the words that you said when when you said it to a stranger who you no longer are even attracted to in the same way uh, you don't have any memories of that person um, the expectation is for that person to have sex with you and that you guys go along as if you're regularly married what do you do in a situation like that what would you do
0: would uh, you would you
1: keep your vow because i mean that's that was the whole point of it would you keep your vow
0: well i want to clarify she lost the last 18 months of her life mm-hmm. so It seems like if she had known him longer, she probably would have had a little bit more of a recollection, you know, and I don't know. I feel like when I put the time together 18 months, it just seems like I don't know if I could really for fight for 18 months. Like, I Mm -hmm. know, like, I love you right but at the the, i I know you now for 20 years you know over 20 years right but like in the beginning i don't know i don't know if i could actually fight for something when you've totally changed
1: well you know it's interesting because when we got married we met each other in january and we Mm -hmm. were married by december 20th so 18 months that i mean they didn't get married within the year that they met each other but they did get married Within that eighteen months, so yeah. literally it wiped out every single memory, and you know it's just um, you're right. It's it is it is different. It is different if you lose your memory over a relationship that was twenty years. But then, if you were her, I mean that's one thing. That's I'm, you're talking from the man standpoint where you know it's eighteen months. You are you saying you'd throw in the towel because it's only eighteen months? Because because if you lost your memory after twenty years, you're still in the same position as her. You lost all memory of everything.
0: Yeah, so it doesn't but, matter I if it's mean, 20 I, years or, it does or, or 18. It matters to me because I feel like 20 years, you've built like a whole life, like a whole life together. You have, like for us, we have businesses together. We have accounts together. We have children together. We have tons of experiences all over, like all the states and countries we've lived in. It's so different. I feel like... I would fight for those 20 years, not to say I would just write off 18 months. Like, mm-hmm. OK, like 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 a tax write off. I'm saying like I just if someone totally you had changed, more motivation, exactly. I don't have that much motivation because I we don't have anything really intertwined or connected.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, the interesting thing, I, I, I hear what you're saying, but I find that a lot of our motivations in life don't actually come from the material things that we can put our hands on. Or even just like I, I find that human beings were highly motivated by our emotions and our emotions are gathered by all the memories that we have and how we feel about those memories and those investments. So in that sense, if we're emotional creatures that are highly motivated by our emotions, I feel as though if all those memories are taken away, the only thing that you'd be basing your decision on would be just a. A bunch of facts either those facts that were gathered up over the course of 18 years or the facts that were gathered up over the course of 18 months nevertheless they're all facts and I'm and I, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to say that I know what you're saying but I'm willing to arguably debate that that I feel as though because they're just facts without emotions attached to it that you would be just as distant 18 months to 18 years because we're just talking about a house. We're not talking about the home. We're just talking about material things that we hold together. Memories no, I that you said never have. Okay, children. But then children still like you have a if your value system is that you want your children to have a father and a mother and that's your value system and you're concerned and you're saying to yourself, "Well, you know what? I want my children to have a father. I don't know you, but I'm not going to take that away from them." You could say the same argument for marriage. I don't know you, but I don't want to take away this particular relationship that existed for 18 months.
0: I mean, I'd give it a try. I'd give it a try. But I think it's important to note this, that the book was very heavily spiritual. They are Christians. And what the motivation that Kim had, because he made the decision to fight for his marriage.
1: Right. But I feel that his decision was.
0: It was done because of his faith. Not
1: just his faith. I think for him, I think that it was more than his faith. I think that he really loved this woman and he was trying to fight for his memories. There was an emotional element. I think with, when it came to her, there was no emotional element because she didn't know him.
0: Yeah, and- but this is the thing, Martha. We are coming from a little bit, two different perspectives. I read the book,
1: mm-hmm. which
0: is very different from the movie. I agree. The movie is it's basically there's no Christian tone in it. Yes. They 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 do things in there that never even happened. Right. And they paint the couple out to be a certain way that they were not like they did not have sex before marriage. Right. They were they were they're very they're very con- they were conservative. Right. You know, and so in the so book, paint the,
1: paint the book. So sh- let's share the book and then let's share the movie so that they can actually see the differences.
0: Well, I mean, OK, I did read the book like 18 years ago, but I'm just saying <laughs> that the when after reading the book, what I, my impression was, this was a young Christian couple who was mm-hmm. trying to do everything, you know, by the book. Mm-hmm. They were, um, they were, they were happy, but they were young and they did not, they, they were, of course they were married. So it clearly they have an investment, mm-hmm. but that their overall overarching theme as to why we are going to try and we're going to stick it out is because they made a vow. Right. And they made that vow and it wasn't just like, um, and, and, and the family was like supportive of this. This wasn't a situation like on the movie where there was the parents saying no we don't want you to try right you know the whole all the family is christian so So, they were everyone was supportive of like how can we get these two young people to, back together yeah you know to recognize that this is the vow they made in sickness and in health this qualifies as sickness right and and in the movie it just is. it's just like dramatic it's melodramatic it's like right. old boyfriends coming back that never happened um right. you know the, so, the parents having some affair that never happened
1: so in the in the book one of the parts that i liked in the book is is that before she even met her husband she was writing a diary And this diary was very intimate. It was a relationship that she had with God. And she was chronicling all of her feelings and all of her desires and asking God to lead her into relationships that were meaningful, especially the one that was ultimate, which is her husband. And so it kind of helped to guide the reader as you're reading her diary. And then you start to see cricket come on board and you actually see see it in the diary. Now, thank you.
0: I'm glad you brought that up because I had mentioned earlier when you were like, no, she didn't remember anything. What happened was now I'm remembering what I was reading. She was reading the diary.
1: Right. So she didn't remember. She she just saw the diary. Right.
0: She was reading the diary and she was starting to go, okay, let me get to know this person that I've been writing about. So it wasn't like an official memory, but it was more like she was getting to know him, not just through what he was doing, but through her own words about him.
1: About him. She was
0: basically accessing a previous memory.
1: Through the diary, through the diary. Um, And she was honoring the 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 diary entry and her relationship with God. She was literally honoring that Mm -hmm. by pushing through. So the the motivation, the book emphasizes, like Rita said, that relationship with God and his providence over your life. She had such a relationship with God that she believed that whatever God permitted, it must have been for a reason. And so before she lost her memory, she was fully into um, the the relationship because she know that God brought him in her life and afterwards a high motivation was that she looked back at her diary entry and she was like whoa okay God brought him into my life so even though I don't remember him I am going to honor my vows by honoring this revelation and this providence that took place in my life and I'm going to accept what God had permitted and I'm going to keep my vow even though I don't feel like it even though I don't I'm not attracted to them even though I don't have any memories and so it's just an interesting standpoint from the book's point now the movie was a little bit different the movie totally eliminated any relationship with God it eliminated that motivation with God and so what ended up happening is is that in the real life story they stayed together while in the movie rendition they actually got a divorce Because there was no major motivation beyond the fact that the memories were lost. And so he ended up divorcing her um, and she ended up accepting the divorce. And they just went on their kind of went on their merry way. And the way that the movie um, and like Rita said
0: never happened,
1: uh, which never happened. All of this was just completely made up. Um, the movie showed her, you know, contemplating getting back with an old boyfriend. The movie also depicted the parents wanting her to move on with her life and mo- go back to the way things used to be. They had her not talking to them, which never happened. She had a very close relationship with her family and they were all Christians and they were all rooting for her to stay with her husband this whole time. And that's part of the reason why they stayed together. And so the movie kind of like interjected a lot of stuff that did not exist.
0: Yeah, they could barely call it a true story.
1: The only true part of the story that they kept to was that they got into an accident, she lost her memory, and then that is it. That's where it they really... They even
0: changed his name in the movie. His name is Kim. Right. And she was, in the movie, they were calling him Leo.
1: Right, and she was Cricket in the movie?
0: I'm not even... I don't I think mean, so. I, I think, I think that know. they
1: I think they changed the name. I think yes. they changed the name of both oh, of them. Oh, Paige.
0: Didn't they call her Paige? They called her Paige, yeah. yeah. So...
1: They changed both of their names, yeah. but the biggest thing that they changed was... Now, Now, the reason why this is such an egregious change in the narrative is that the motivation that kept them together was God in the real life story. They took that element out. So, of course, the whole thing crumbles because... If God was not at the center, of course, the whole thing crumbles because why would you stay together with somebody who's totally different, who's totally different? So the next thing that's egregious is, is that in real life, their family was very tight knit and they were a huge support system. But they took away that full support system and had her being surrounded around a bunch of friends that were just recent friends. They weren't even old friends. So they took that away. And then they also made the father sleep with one of her friends and that's the reason why she was not with them now the reason why this is egregious is because these families have been married for over 50 years both parents on both sides they have been married for a very very long time between the two of them they've been married for over a hundred years that means that they split between the two of them 50 odd years between the two of them so And they have a happy marriage and there is no sign of any adultery or infidelity and yet they interjected this thing in order to create drama that didn't exist and it really and and to to end off the movie with them getting a divorce and then her trying to figure out her life on her own and then at the end it kind of suggested that they were going to just date each other and just see where it goes but at this point in time you know she the most important thing is that she figures out life on her own and um there is some positive to that and there is some negative to that. And I felt I felt a little bit off about how they went about doing that.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know. I just I, I don't think that like I in the interviews, the real people, Kim and Cricket said that they felt that they were saddened by what Hollywood decided to take out, but they felt that maybe it would draw people to their story. I personally feel that a lot of people just they just look at the movie. Look at the movie and that's it. And that's it. And then it's just another love story. It's another, you know, romantic right. drama. Where
1: the emphasis was not God and the lasting um, no. impact of a vow. But the, the movie emphasis was on feelings, bonds, and memories. And, and that's what And Hollywood, the attachment.
0: And that's what a lot of Hollywood does. What they do is they, they look at dollars and they don't realize that... I feel that if they had kept the spirituality in it, kept the 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 pain that you know that he was feeling like he felt it but because there was no depth to it it was like how you're gonna really feel that after only like a year you know but when you when you're when you're worried not worried when you're thinking about your relationship with god and your Mm -hmm. vow that you took and all those other things like it just would have added depth that i feel like the movie would have done better
1: now i'm gonna say something that it's probably not common for a christian to admit or to say but i'm gonna say it anyhow because this was the pros and cons of probably both the way that the book and the real life played out and the pros and the cons of the movie so in the movie the emphasis was on feelings bonds the memory and attachment Uh, physical emotional relational attachment and how that ultimately becomes a motivation for us to commit and to keep our commitment and so the promises that they made in their marriage was based on all of these attachments and bonds and feelings and memories and it's almost like if we lose connection of those strong motivators then it is difficult for us to keep the promise that's basically what the movie's trying to say and At the end of the day, they basically gave that little, you know, that little idea that if you let go of something that is real, then it will come back to you. If it's real, then you will figure it out and it will happen all over again. And so you have to let it go. And they let it go because... The emotions were not being conjured up by everything that he was trying to do. He was trying to force the situation to repeat what happened. And when he was trying to force it, it wasn't natural. It did not happen organically. And so she was repelled and she felt forced and she felt pressured. And so it made her run away. I actually liked that because it is a reflection of the real. Even though God is in something, you still need that organic memory, bond emotions and it kind of was saying if this does not happen you're dead in the water and you're in big trouble while the book while I love the aspect of God being in it and you understanding the value of relationships and that a vow is a vow one of the things that was troubling was that it showed a lot of him pressuring her to kind of get your physical health together You know, because she was like debilitated. And so he was like a coach. So he was coaching her and saying, okay, it's time to work, work, work. And her first memories of him, what he lacked appreciation in, was the first memories of him was not the old memories of him dating her and calling her and sending her flowers and all those romantic times. Her first memories of him was him yelling at her and him being a coach and him trying to to pressure her to remember the memories. As much as he was passionate about her memorying, remembering it still was not this loving patient guy that he once was and unfortunately that tainted the experience and so now that is definitely going to impact on the relationship and and it did and they later on admitted that they had to go to counseling because of this they had to go to counseling because they really truly needed to be able to deal with the trauma of her not having memories and the necessity of her having genuine emotions and memories and attachment and bonds that were recreated because they no longer existed. And so the movie kind of filled in for the necessity of that as opposed to, I'm just gonna stay with you because God told me to. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of Christians started heralding that as like, this is an amazing story because it's a relationship with God and they're staying together no matter what. While the movie was saying, okay, I appreciate the fact that you guys once had a good relationship, but do you understand that you need new memories in order for this thing to work?
0: Mm, That's very true. I can agree with everything you said.
1: Right. So breaking news, breaking news. We just found out today and it just broke today that this couple is actually getting a divorce.
0: So now 25 years
1: years later, after this great ministry, after all of this, breaking news they're getting a divorce and this is the reason why we're even bringing this up because this just broke today over the news
0: yeah 25 years later and the reason why they're getting a divorce is because Kim her husband um, he had an affair right she said I thought we were in this for the long haul we made a vow and you decided to have an affair and they got a divorce or they're getting a divorce she moved out And her daughter is living with her and their son is living with him. Wow. And the thing is, we don't know any more of the details. No, we don't. We don't know what has gone on over these last several years. We don't know... Did he just do this once and he still wants the marriage? Did he actually form a relationship and is like, look, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I really don't know. We don't
1: know. We don't know any details. So there is no judgment here. But no. um, it is a sad story all around because we were so inspired by this couple.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. They,
1: they had pushed through so much adversity and they lasted for 25 years and they have two beautiful children as a result. And um, I've seen interviews with them sharing about their children. Mm -hmm. And in that interview, even before we knew that they were in trouble and on their way to divorce, um, they were talking about the children. And one of the things I remember him saying in one of the interviews was, and out of this, this is a real clincher that we have two beautiful children. And she agreed. And it seemed as though they've spent a lot of time talking about the real joy of this all is our children, as opposed to I would expect them getting into the intimacy of what has transpired in their relationship up until this point, and I never saw that in any of the interviews. And but what they did talk about is going to counseling and talking about some of these issues, about you know. And so I can only presume, based off of these interviews, that something was terribly wrong, and that story was not told. Hmm. That story was not told.
0: Yeah, it's it's sad. It's really sad. I just feel like they. Hit a breaking point and I'm sure that they feel sad that this is the end of that story I'm sure that this is definitely not where they thought they would have been hmm and I feel like I Can appreciate that they would even at least come on camera and well at least the wife is Cricket is and she's letting people know hey, this is what happened and I wish it didn't work out this way, but I'm I'm glad she's not hiding behind it. Right. And she's not like, oh, I can't tell. Like, that's life. Life is unexpected. It's it's disappointing sometimes. And sometimes you are embarrassed. Sometimes really painful things happen. And she was able to tell her story. Um, And she's now going to continue to tell her story. Not a lot of people have the courage to do that. And I really applaud her. I think that, She's honest and that's how she's always been. (laughs) I mean, when I heard what she said, I was like, "Ooh, I wonder if he was okay with her saying it. But I feel Mm -hmm. like she's probably had the attitude of, look, we've been transparent from 25 years ago to now Mm -hmm. that I've got to stay this way. I'm not going to hide it.
1: I think that they did have a lot of transparency, but I do believe that there are some things that they didn't fully come out and let us know. And I think it's coming out now. And um, like I said, I well, saw. Well, who's a few gonna? Of these,
0: well, who's gonna like tell people in interviews? Yeah, well, you know, we argue. Every everybody argues in marriage,
1: right? But everybody
0: that, has differences. But
1: in in relationship to what they were going through specifically, um, they, they actually were a bit transparent because they did say that they were going to counseling and these were some of the issues. But they didn't they didn't go into what it. And, else and could who, they say? who would? Right, who would go into it? But yeah. here is my hunch based on the interviews. Based on the book, based on the movie. Folks, I just watch a movie now. I've, I did no, not watch it. No, no, and no. <laughs>
0: okay. Okay. So this, was a, this this movie came out in listen, 2012. Listen. I did not see it by myself. Marcel was right there next to me. Listen,
1: folks, listen, folks, listen, listen. We I, had this argument before we came on ear, whether I knew, whether I watched this movie or not. Now, I know that I fall asleep in a lot of movies, and a lot of you guys know that based on listening to this podcast. So I said to Rita and the kids, I was like, listen, I've never seen this movie. And the reason why I said I never seen the movie is because I remember saying, I am not gonna watch this movie because I don't want it to taint my image of the book. So I can't remember when Rita watched it, but I know for a fact I made a decision not to watch it. So I told them, I've never watched this movie, but because I always say I can't remember it because I fall asleep in so many movies, they were like, no, you've seen it, dad. And they were laughing. And so I almost felt like I was going through a cricket moment, almost like, listen, listen. You know, do, do I have to prove to you that I didn't have brain damage? That this is like, I know what I didn't okay. know.
0: But Martha, I know you're... I did not
1: watch this thing.
0: Okay, this is where your and logic... And they're,
1: they're trying to convince me okay. that that I lost the memory somehow. Like Martha... somehow I have amnesia from this. I know for a fact I never watched this movie.
0: Martha, let me tell you where your logic fails you.
1: <laughs> How does my logic fail me?
0: Because you're saying you didn't want to watch the movie because it would taint your... Um, image of them from the book right right you never read the book So, what are you you, talking about? What are you
1: talking about? Babe, this is one of the books that not only did I read, I was the one that made sure I went and got the book for the kids.
0: That's true. I think you highlighted it.
1: I highlighted that book. I went through that book. That was the one. That is
0: true. And I went to the bookstore and I
1: bought them the book so that they could read the book. See, so it's all coming out, folks. Yeah, probably. It all is coming out. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I did not watch a movie. I feel so vindicated that.
0: But I didn't watch it by myself.
1: You had to. See, if you watch a movie you had to watch my first this was the first ago. this was the first time I ever watched a movie and I watched it uh, because
0: okay Murthal I will say this you know I maybe Rita you had didn't, the
1: amnesia uh oh
0: maybe you didn't
1: don't worry honey I'll help you through this moment. <laughs> remembering remembering I, Maybe you didn't,
0: but I do think that um I, I, I mean I'm just trying to think because it's like I don't recall watching watching it by myself but hey i'm open to that thought because this is the one movie where i think you would remember whether you did or not because Because you cared about the story
1: exactly i I love that story it was just it was so meaningful to me and this is the reason why immediately when uh, within the hour of hearing about this story i was like i have to watch this i have to watch a movie and i watched it before we came on this podcast and i am so animated because I love this stuff. Yeah,
0: it's true.
1: And I really, really connected with these people's story and I'm saddened that it came to a demise and I needed to watch the movie to see what was in the movie that I could glean from. So here is what I gleaned from the movie, from reading the book, from looking at interviews. This is what I gleaned. I believe that this movie was not just a movie. I think the movie in itself played a role in their ultimate, where they are ultimately today. And this is why I say that. I think that when she decided that she was going to stay in her marriage and keep the vow, no matter what, listen to her parents, listen to her husband and just keep the vow. I think that she was hoping that by keeping her vow, she would emotionally get back into it and she would build memories and everything would happen. But unfortunately, it was not on her terms. Her husband kept on looking at life from the past. Her parents kept on looking at life from the past. And everybody was trying to feed her this information as opposed to her gaining a little bit more control over where her life would go from this point on. And so I think there was a little bit of resentment that nobody was understanding what she was going through. She's still with a stranger. And they kept on wanting her to remember and live based off of the memories while she's like, if this is going to work... I need new memories and I need new emotions and I need new bonding and I need new feelings because the first time I met my husband, he was yelling at me in the hospital. I don't like him. He, you know, that didn't attract me to him. That's true. And so that impacted her. And I think that she was brewing in this for many, many years. And every time that she had to do something in the marriage and have sex and all of these things that come with marriage, I feel like she wanted to be like, Somehow I don't feel like I took the road that I needed to take. Not that I had to leave him, but just I needed a little bit more control over how this all played out. Well, guess what, folks? When I read the movie or when I saw the movie, (laughs) I saw that happening. The movie depicted her having more control over how everything played out.
0: I don't really feel that she had any say in that. I honestly don't think that she was able to.
1: Well, in the movie, if you notice, after he divorced, she was free and she told her father, I don't want to do law even though that had nothing to do with the real story. But what they were depicting was a woman that was gaining control now. She told her ex-boyfriend that she did not want to be with him. She told the other guy that she didn't. She even told her husband that she's not ready to go back. So she basically gained control over the situation. And she gradually went back to her old passion of, um, in the movie, her passion was sculpting. But she wasn't ready to go sculpting right away when the husband wanted to force her to go sculpting. But when she was able to let go of him and let go of everybody's expectations, she went back on her own volition and started to sculpt. And she went back to um, some old friends and started to reconnect memories. And she went back. So she did it on her own. And by the end of the movie, even though they were divorced she ended up reconnecting with her husband and they ended off without letting us know where they were going to go but they started dating and i feel as though if i was this woman and this is the reason why i feel that this movie plays a significant role in the real life it's like it's almost like uh oh here cinema turns and impacts real life now she's watching this movie and the whole time she's probably resenting probably first when she saw it, she's like how could they change my story But then there's a little part of her that kind of like, whoa, but I like how she was free. I like how she was free to rediscover. I like how she held her husband accountable and she gained control over her life. I like how he had to respect her decision and he did not presume control over her as a patriarchal husband who had the right because he had a paper, but she got to, you know, make the decision herself. And I feel as though as she's going through this and she's going to counseling in her real life, And her husband now is fighting and cheating and and, and they're arguing over these things. She's probably thinking, man, I wish that I had the experience of the movie. I wish I had more control. It's not that I don't want to be with my husband, but I don't want it this way. I want it to be organic I want to feel the real feelings for him she probably even hated herself for not being intimate with him and not feeling intimate with him because she just did not have the memories to go along with that and so she probably hated herself for that and she's desperately looking for how can I make my life more like the movie and when he cheated on her I feel as though that was her opportunity to be free in some sense of the way like free to explore how it could go a different way
0: Wow, man, I can't imagine the pressure she must have felt all these years from the time she had the accident until now. I cannot imagine the pressure.
1: It's not only pressure from her parents, not only pressure from her husband, because we saw that in the book that everybody was kind of applying pressure. But her own internal pressure with God. Yeah. Like, oh, God expects me. I wrote this in my diary. Right. Expectations from us, the readers, who were just like, this is the most beautiful story. And wow, they're super Christians and they're going to herald marriage. And here she is just like, look, look, I thought I was going to herald marriage, but I'm just desperate in this marriage. Like, like I'm miserable in this marriage. I'm not saying I don't love God and I'm not saying I don't love vows, but, but can I get a better solution than me and my husband arguing, me not feeling... You know, maybe intimate, I would love him to, cheating. Like, yeah. I'd love to hear what the real story I would is. I'd love to hear his side too. Right.
0: I mean, it would be pretty interesting to if they did a follow up, and I'm just being nosy, but it would be really interesting if they did do a follow up and a real and one they too. And let like us the real know deal. what actually happened over the course of these last several years. You know, where did the breakdown occur? Like right. what was what was happening? Did you ever really reconnect? You know? Right.
1: Because in a real marriage, even when you don't lose memories, th- some people suffer from some of these maladies in marriage.
0: Oh, my you- goodness. Well, Martha, as a pastor's wife, which I was for now 17 years, the pressure, the pressure, the pressure, the pressure, the pressure. Right. And I mean, you had pressure being a pastor. There were things that we just could not do or go or wear or whatever because it was a lot of pressure right a lot of people just always having some input on your life and i felt like you know just and then of course just for lack of a better way to say it there is that pressure as a christian and it's not a bad pressure because it's like a a pressure that wants you to make the best decisions in your life
1: right because you think that other people are looking at you and you have to be an example
0: Right. Right. Or, or just that feeling like God gives us free will. He's not sitting here pressuring you to do this or pressuring you to do that. He's, he's saying, hey, you have a choice. Right. You have a choice. So that pressure that you feel is is internal. That's coming from yourself because you probably want to make a decision. You know, it would probably not be the best decision. Right. But you still want to make it. And then there goes that feeling of guilt or or pressure so there's so many aspects of pressure that she was probably feeling. That um, I think, yeah, maybe now she could take a deep breath. In one sense, but at the same time, we know how devastating divorce is. It is devastating, and even but... in a even in a situation like that. I'm sure that she feels just wrecked.
1: I I believe that. I I truly believe that. I I I don't know why I feel this way, but I just. As much as I feel like she's at this place where she's ready to let go of her marriage, I do believe that in some sense of the word, she's looking at this as a fresh beginning as well. Not without hope. I don't think that she feels but I feel like in the interview, she se. would
0: have said that. She didn't say that in this interview. No, she didn't. She said, I thought we were going to, I thought we took a vow. I thought we were going to go the long haul. And then, you know, he had an affair. And I mean... And we don't really know the circumstance as to why she went all the way to an affair. Because some people have forgiven right. their spouses um, after, after an affair. An affair. And so he, I don't know if he was like, nah, I'm, I'm really done. Maybe this wasn't an right. affair for him. So it
1: could be it could be a situation where he's like, I'm done. And so she's yeah. just like, I'm moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then but, a lot of
0: times, I'm not saying this happened. Right. But a lot of times people, when they're trying to like end things, they'll say, I'll let you go and say you got the divorce. I'll let you say that you're the one that wanted the divorce, right? That you know, and say whatever you want, just to kind of end it. I really don't know if that's what happened, exactly. But I'm saying so. So there. But there's be so many unanswered factors. questions, yeah. right?
1: There's so many unanswered questions. But well, one of the things that we do know is is that they have for so long heralded the idea that a vow is a vow, and it doesn't matter if you lose your mind. Or if whatever, for better or for worse. Right. And they are willing, at least she's willing, to walk away from her vow over this. And it goes contrary to the decision that they had made many, many years ago.
0: And we don't know. See, and we don't said know you're why. Willing. We don't know why. Yeah. Well, we don't know why. And we don't know if she was willing. Right. We it could don't have been know him. Him if it was him.
1: Well, Well, let's just say both of them. Both of them, or either of them, you can't because, force someone. because if if
0: she wants to stay, because to me, what I'm I got not from saying the her, interview, though. she wants, she wanted to stay in the marriage. When? From the well, I get, I'm getting the Im, the impression from the interview. I thought we were in this for the long haul. You know, we made a vow, right? So I was more thinking that maybe she might have actually worked it out. But I just, I just. I don't really feel like this. This right. is a really one-off thing. There's could this. I think this is a lot deeper than this is just, deeper like, than we one can affair. fully understand.
1: But what I can say is this: between the two of them, whether it's one or both of them, or either or of them, the message that they both had at one time was that nothing ends the vow. And at this point in time, we can't say that that's truth anymore. Yeah. Either one of them or both of them, either one right. has moved away from that position. That. The a vow is a vow, and that is a big deal because that was the whole premise of the popularity of the whole book and the story. Somebody moved away, or both of them moved away from the from the premise that a vow is a vow and you keep it regardless. And I would be really interested to find out what took place and why, or even if you know. And anyhow, that's you know that would just be interesting. But at the end of the day, one of the things that I get a sense from her is is that. as traumatic as this thing is and as as hurtful as it is, because I, I do feel that she's been hurt many, many times through this whole ordeal, not necessarily by him, but by the circumstance of her losing her memory and just being in this unfamiliar spot. That hurt is one of the things that she made evident. That's right. But 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 I get the sense that there is a sense of freedom in the hurt that she is experiencing now even though she had to do something that she never wanted to do in the beginning. And that is she's going to now somewhat have some level of control like in the movie. And I don't know how much a movie impacted that or to even play a role in why they are getting a divorce. I'm just curious. There's a lot of curiosity going here without any facts behind it. But it sure is interesting um, what what would play in why. They would take such a strong movement away from the position that they originally had, which was a vow is a vow. And I imagine that it has something to do with hurt and pain. I imagine it has something to do with the fact that she lost her memories and that there was no bonding or feeling of attachment the same way it was before. I imagine it has something to do with years of hurt and pain and um and my prayer goes out to them and it's just it's just another example that while we can all agree especially christians that a vow is a vow and god is god expects us to stay together i think we can all appreciate when life really hits us how that plays out and sometimes it does play out in a divorce And my heart goes out to all those that are going through that, have gone through it. And I pray that they will be able to survive this trauma, that the children will be able to survive this particular trauma and that they'll be able to find um, new life, um, especially in the relationship with Jesus
0: Christ. I agree. You know, you have to make tough decisions when you make that vow or and, you know. Anybody in life has to make tough decisions. But thinking right now about Teresa and Joe mm, Giudice wow. from Real Housewives of New Jersey, the other news that broke today was that he is going to be deported once he finishes his um, stint in prison, which ends in March. And he's going back to a country that he has is no connection. connection. He came as a baby. A baby, he came to the US. He doesn't know anybody in Italy, and right. if he does they're they're distant he is he doesn't speak the language like like how true like like italian italians like i know that they speak italian at home
1: mm-hmm. but you know but it's probably very broken
0: right you know it's just a different culture and besides all of that his wife and four daughters are here
1: and that's another story that is a, a really compelling story um, they're italian and of course the italian culture is very strong family oriented and so for years the Judass um they're on housewives of new jersey and um they've had a lot of drama right they've been a close-knit family but a lot of drama right and one of the the most recent dramas what we're talking about is is that they were they were in a lawsuit that had to do with some type of Financial fraud, embezzlement, embezzlement, something. I don't know exactly what it was, but something that has to do with that. It was all of those. And they both. She had to go to jail and he had to go to jail. And she felt that it was unfair that she had to go to jail because she was not involved in the business. But all she did was
0: sign and she didn't know what she was signing. He basically told
1: her to sign things. She didn't know what she was signing. And so it was very traumatic for her that her husband would have not protected her in a way that she would not have to go to jail. But what he did was in having her sign, she now had to go to jail. And she went to jail for about A a year. Yeah, And in that year, her mother died from grief. Her children had to be away from her for that year, right. and it really challenged that family who well, was her, strong in marriage.
0: Her mom died after, but she feels strongly that this was one year away from my mom that she didn't where, have that time she could have, to spend have had, with her. yeah, and that the trauma of her going to prison helped to have her die pretty right. soon right after she got out. So I mean, that's tough. Right. So the it's like we could do a whole other podcast on over just you, this marriage. Do you go to Italy? A place where you have no connections. Well, no he has
1: to go to Italy. So the question is For the Teresa. Is she thing. gonna keep yeah, is she gonna keep her marriage together, bring her children from America to Italy when her husband eventually gets out of jail? He still has to spend, you know, I think it's up to three years in jail. Once he gets out, does she go to Italy and keep her marriage together? Or is it like I'm done? Like No,
0: he's done in March. So that's oh, when he's March. leaving. Okay. Yes. I I can't imagine the the thoughts going through her brain. I I already know what she'll do.
1: You think she's As going a to As a mother? Italy? No. She's keeping her kids in America and making sure they have yeah. the best opportunity. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So they'll, and, go and out, her father, they'll go out and visit. They'll go out and visit her, him. Right. Her right. father
0: is here mm-hmm. and he's sickly. Her brother, everybody, her friends, her business, everything is here. Her wow. kids and their future is here. I mean, to me, it's it's I hate to say it like this. I don't, I'm not trying to be cold. It's a no brainer.
1: Well, that I mean, what do you think he thinks?
0: Oh, I think he knows.
1: He knows what she's going to do. But what um, do you think he wants?
0: Um, if, I he's think selfish, if, he's, if he's selfish, if he's selfish, if he's selfish, going to want come. everyone come here, right? If he's thinking about his kids and his wife, and he'll say, "Stay." Yeah, he will.
1: He will empower her, and he'll show her the right. love and the respect that I think he failed to show her in in not protecting her.
0: Right, and she will visit him. Right, she will fly back and forth and visit him. It's not ideal a lot of marriages are not ideal you know i'm not saying that um this is an ideal situation to just fly back and forth and i'm not being cold right but but there's th- been some
1: infidelity on his part as well he um well, some, she some says people that say, say happened,
0: that he, but you know right. i don't know but what we i am saying that is fact, this but, but and i don't you know they are they're pretty old school traditional like when they're married they're married
1: and it doesn't matter and right. it does not
0: matter but i will say this that Anybody who's been married knows that after a while you stop making decisions that are just emotional And you start thinking practical you start thinking about the fact that you're getting older Mm -hmm. You got to make sure you have that money for your old age You got to make sure your children are set you want to give them the best Future,
1: right? You
0: want to be in an environment where you are thriving. You want to be in an environment where you have support, right? So there is like you know to to up and just go. Okay, wherever you go, I go. That may be in your twenties. Yeah, that's like an emotional young decision.
1: Well, folks, you know what's going to happen to me. Anyhow, don't
0: even put that out there.
1: (laughs) No, I did. I'm serious.
0: Don't even put that out there because I'm 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 pretty settled. (laughs) (laughs) yeah but folks
1: i mean the vow um this the fact that they are getting a divorce the fact that it's been announced is i don't think that it is it takes away any less from the fact that they respect and love the institution of marriage and love god i don't think it takes away what it does though is it just highlights how difficult marriage is and how complicated marriage can be and it's, it's one of those things that I think if there's one person in the room that understands the complications and the hurt that can come out of marriage, it's God. And I'm so glad that he's the one person that understands because he's the one person that matters <laughs> in these situations. Yeah. What he thinks about us is really the one person that truly matters. If he can understand the pain, if he can understand the complication and and you can come to a place in your relationship with him where he understands you and you know that, then I think that you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay.
0: That's right. Well, we want to thank you for listening. Please make sure to leave a rating and review for us. Subscribe and share as well. Join us again Monday through Friday. Show notes are found at The Onyx Life. Join our Facebook, The Onyx Life, and follow us on Twitter at Rita underscore Onyx and Mitch underscore Onyx at Onyx Family and at The Onyx Life. Join us also on Instagram at The Onyx Life Officials.
1: Now go live that Onyx Life where change comes with challenge to you next.